Hello and welcome to a brand new season of More. Join me and my guests as we read the second book in the Hunger Games series, Catching Fire. I'm super excited and I can't wait to read some more of the series. So let's get started, shall we? Hello and welcome back to another episode of More. Why are you laughing, Mary? I'm a podcaster now. This is about- this is. This is serious podcast business. Soon, I feel like I'm almost like I hope close. You, we're, we're recording. I hope you know that. Oh, okay. this is, we're recording. Well, I'm close to like memorizing your outro and intro. I made a new one. Oh, you have a new one. I have a new one now. Never mind. I changed it, and it's much shorter now because people said Ooh. it was way too long. Stop <laughs> laughing, Brenna. One of our guests in the past, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guests in the past and soon to be the future. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, she sped it up <laughs> to the intro. She sped it, sped up the podcast to something, mm-hmm. and then she was correct. And then we skip it every time, but it's great. I like the music. I changed it now. It's more upbeat. I think more upbeat. Yes, more upbeat. So Can you sing it for me? No, I'm not going to sing it for you. Did you have to do one of the songs in your? When you're reading, because last what time you, you were about to sing a song. Oh, yeah, we're gonna sing a song. Yeah, singing. Gonna... So you want me to sing next time? Okay. If there's ever a singing if part, ever a singing I'll sing it. So I'm sorry if everyone has to hear my singing voice. It's pretty good sometimes, but you know I don't know the tune, so we're gonna do my best. But yeah, so we finished on page 14 out of like too many, and yeah, we're just doing that. So I will continue to do page 15 and stuff. bye Sadie Sadie. and we'll start doing it now I watch as Peter crosses to the table the sunlight from the window picking up the glint of fresh snow in his blonde hair he looks strong and healthy so different from the sick starving boy I knew in the arena you can barely even notice his limp now he sets a loaf of fresh bread on the table and holds out his hand hey Mitch asked you to wake ask Asked you to wake me without giving me pneumonia, says Hamish, passing over his knife. He pulls off his filthy shirt, revealing an equally soiled undershirt, and rubs himself down with the dry part. Uh, Peter smiles and douses Hamish's knife in white liquor from a bottle on the floor. He wipes the blade clean on his shirt tail and slices the bread. Peter keeps all of us in fresh baked goods. I hunt. He bakes. Hamish drinks. We have our own ways to stay busy to keep the thoughts of our time as contestants in the Hunger Games at bay. It's not until he's handed Hamish the heel that he even looks at me for the first time. Like the piece, he says. No, I ate at the hob, I say. But thank you. My voice doesn't sound like my own. It's so formal. Just as it's been every time I spoke to Peter since the camera finished filming our happy homecoming and we, re- and we return to our real lives. You're welcome, he says back stiffly. Hamish tosses his shirt somewhere in the mess. Burr, you two have got a lot of warming up to do before the showtime. He's right, of course. The audience will be expecting the pair of lovers who won the Hunger Games, not two people who can barely look each other in the eye. But all I say is, take a bath, hey, Mitch. And I swing out the window and drop to the ground and head towards uh, my, the green on my house. Mm. The snow is beginning to stick, and I leave a trail of footprints behind me. At the front door, I pause to knock the wet stuff from my shoes before I go in. My mother has been working day and night to make everything perfect for the camera, so there's no time to be tracking her, tracking her shiny floors. I barely step inside when she's there, holding my arm as if to stop me. Don't worry, I'm taking them off here, I say, leaving my shoes to the mat. My mother gives an odd, breathy laugh and removes the game bag with supplies from my shoulder. Just snow. Did you have a nice walk? Walk. She knows I've been in the woods half the night. Then I see the man behind her in the kitchen door, the one with his tailored suit and surgically perfected features, and I know he's from the Capitol. Something's wrong. It's more like, a, more like skating. It's really getting slippery out there. 
Someone's here to see us, my mother. Her face is too pale. I can hear the anxiety she's trying to hide. Not the work to do until noon. I pretend to notice her state. Is Cinnabon come early to help me get ready? No, Katniss. It's... My mother began. This way, please, Miss Everdeen, says the man. He gestures, he gestures down the hallway. It's weird to be ushered around your own home, but I know better than to comment on it. <clears throat> As I go, my mother, a reassuring smile over my shoulder. Probably more instructions for the tour. They've been sending me all kinds of stuff about my itinerary and what protocol will be observed in each district. As I walk towards the door of the study, a door I've never even seen until, uh, seen closing until the last moment, I can feel my mind begin to race. Who's here? Oh. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> no, actually, it's who's here? What do they want? Why is my mother so pale? Go right in, since the Capitol man. Capitol man. Capitol. <laughs> no, they're not short. You can, no. the, you know, I'm really happy the that my phone, door, I'm happy, do, the microphone cannot pick up on what you said, so they can't hear what you said, Kate. Because they're a Capitol man, they wouldn't be short. <laughs> Now, viewers, feel free to email Madea your opinions on that. On that pun. pun. Yikes. Okay. I twist the polished brass knob and step inside. My nose registers the conflicting sense of rose and blood. A small white-haired man, seems vaguely familiar, is reading a book. He holds up a finger as if to say, give me a moment. And he turns and my heart skips a beat. Staring at the snake-like eyes of President Snow. Oh, is that one of the next books called uh, Bird Songs of like Snakes and stuff like that? Like you know, like the the one the prequel, mm-hmm. and it's like about President Snow, and it's called like um the bird song of like snakes and swans or something. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but remember. it's like something with like snakes, because mm-hmm. like his eyes are like snakes, like he's a snake, basically is what they're saying. Yeah, which is crazy. Then we had a snake in our midst. Just kidding. Anyway, we finished chapter one. Only took us like three episodes. Anyway, now we're going to chapter two. Chapter two. Let's begin. Okay. <laughs> Take two. Take two. For those who don't know, I accidentally stopped recording. So she has to read. I need to read again. I didn't get too again. far though. So it's okay. okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna speed through it though. Mistakes Ooh. happen. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody makes mistakes. mistakes. Everybody, Everybody has those days. Everybody okay. knows what I'm talking about. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, no, you're saying you're more yeah, dingy, right? Okay. Also, my day kicks my sandwich. I didn't take it on purpose. <laughs> <sighs> Once again, chapter two. In my mind, President Snow should be viewed from uh, in front of marble pillars hung with oversized flags. It's jarring to see him surrounded by ordinary objects in the room, like a, like taking a lid off a pot and finding a fanged viper instead of stew. What could he be doing here? My mind rushes back to the opening days of other trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Three toys. I don't know why I'm studying more now that I'm reading it again. That's crazy. I remember seeing the winning tributes and the mentors and stylists. Even some high government officials and have made some appearances occasionally. But I've never seen presidents now. We attend celebration of Capitol, uh, period. If he's made the journey all the way from his city, it can only be one thing. I'm in serious trouble. If I am, so is my family. She goes through me when I think of the uh, proximity of my mother and sister to this man who despises me. Will always despise me because I outsmarted his sadistic Hunger Games and made the Capitol look foolish and consequently undermined his control. All I was doing was trying to keep Pete and myself alive, but the actual value was purely coincidental. But when the Capitol decree is the only one tribute can live and he has the audacity to challenge it, I guess that's a rebellion in itself. My only defense was pretending that I was driven insane by a passionate love for Pito. So we were able, uh, we were both allowed to live, to be crowned victors, to go home and celebrate and wave goodbye to the cameras, and to be left alone until now. <clears throat> Perhaps it is the news of the house or the shock of seeing him or the mutual understanding that he could have me killed in a second that makes me feel like the intruder. As if I'm in his home and I'm the unwanted, 
party. So I don't welcome him or offer a chair. I don't, I don't say anything. In fact, I treat him as if he's a real snake, the venomous kind. I stand motionless, my eyes locked on him, considering plans of retreat. I think we'll make this whole situation a lot simpler by agreeing not to lie to each other, he says. What do you think? I think if my tongue is frozen and speech will be impossible, I'll describe myself by answering back with a steady voice. He said, yes, I think that would save time. Hmm. Round with back to where we stopped. Okay. I'm a speed reader. Yay! President still smiles and notices his lips for the first time. I'm expecting snake lips, which is to say none, but his are overly full. The skin stretched too tight. I have to wonder um, if his mouth has been altered to make him more appealing. If so, it's a waste of time and money because he's not appealing at all. <laughs> My visors. So I said before she was being really harsh, but she said that about Buttercup, like she hates Buttercup, and that cat is ugly, which sucks for Buttercup. And also this guy, homeboy, Mr. Uh, Mr. President over here, he thinks, she thinks that he's also very ugly too, yeah. which sucks for him too. But I strive to roast people like Katniss. Katniss <laughs> has like zero chill. She's like, you're ugly, and I'm going to make sure you know about it. Mm-mm-mm. Um... Uh, my visors were concerned. Uh, were concerned you would be difficult, but you're not planning to be difficult, are you? He asked. No, I answered. That's what I told them. I said any girl who goes to such length to preserve her life isn't going to be interested in throwing away throwing away with both hands. And then there's her family to think of her mother, her sister, and all those cousins. By the way, he lingers on the word cousins. I can tell he knows that Gail and I don't share a family tree. Well, it's all on the table now. Maybe that's better. I don't do well with ambig- ambiguous threats. I'd much rather know the score. Let's sit. President Snow takes a seat at the large desk of Pollock where Prim does her homework and my mother has her budgets. Like her home, this is a place that has, he has no right, but ultimately every right to occupy. I sit in front of the chair on one of the, ooh, I sit in front of the desk on one of the carved straight back chairs. Maybe for someone taller than I am, so I only, only my toes rest on the ground. I have a problem, Miss Everdeen, says President Snow. Problem that began the moment you pulled out those poisonous berries in the arena. That was the moment, I guess, that if the game makers had to choose between watching Pete and me commit suicide, which would mean having no victor, and letting us both live, they would take the latter. Had game maker C. Sisena Crane had had Seneca? any... Sisenica? Where It's like S-E... Like, uh... Seneca. Seneca? Seneca Crane. Okay. Seneca. <clears throat> Sisenica? Sisenica? It looks like Sesnica. Seneca. Seneca Crane. Seneca Crane. Uh, the head game maker, Seneca Crane, had had any brains, he'd, he'd have blown you to dust right then. But he had an unfortunate sentimental streak. So here you are. Can you guess where he is? He asked. I nod because by the way he's saying it, it's clear that Seneca Crane has been executed. Smell of roses and blood has grown stronger now only, that only a death separates us. So the rose in President Snow's lapel, which at least suggests a source of the rose's perfume. But it must be genetically enhanced, because there's no real rose that reflects like that. As for the blood, I don't know. After that, there's nothing to do but let you play out your little scenario. And you were pretty good, too, with a love-crazed schoolgirl bit. People at Capitol were quite convinced. Unfortunately, not everyone in districts fell for your act, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! There's something stuck in my throat. Leave me alone! I'm coughing. Like that? No, I'm, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. My water's outside anyway. <laughs> um... Uh, this of uh, my face registers at least a flicker of bewilderment because he addresses it. This, of course, you don't know. You have no access to the information about the moods in other district. And several of them, however, people viewed your little trick with the fairy as an act of defiance, not an act of love. And if a girl from District Twelve of all places can defy the Capitol walkway unharmed, what's to stop him from doing the same? He says. What is to prevent, say, an uprising? Take the moment for his last sentence to sink in. Then the full weight of it hits me. There's been uprisings? I asked, both chilled and somewhat elated by the possibility. Not yet, but they'll follow if the course doesn't, if 
if the course of things doesn't change, and uprisings have been known to lead to revolutions. President Snow dropped a spot over his left eye, the very spot where I myself get headaches. Do you have any idea what that would mean? How many people would die? What conditions those left would have to face? Whatever problem anyone may have with capital, believe me when I say that if it's released its grip on the districts for even a short time, the entire system would collapse. Perfect. Perfect? Perfect? What do you mean? Perfect. Perfect that it's going to collapse or perfect that um, President Snow is trying to like get Katniss to do his thing. Is revolution good or not? Wait, does he want a revolution? He doesn't want a revolution yeah, exactly. because he said the capital will, will crumble. So I hope it crumbles. You hope it crumbles? I hope it crumbles too, honestly. Team Katniss. Team Katniss, yeah. Forget Team Peter, Team Gale, Team Katniss. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to stop here because okay. we started recording late. So it's going to be another short, like, short. It's like 2.5, but I can't put 2.5 into the spot, like the Spotify thing, which is sad. Like, I can't put like a 0.5 episode. Oh. Yeah. Because I tried it, and it's just like, no, that's actually just episode two again, or something. Oh. So this is, it'll be called episode three, but it's actually just episode 2.5. 2.5. So yes, that was me. We're on page uh, 22 in Catching Fire. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully the new picture. I put up a new picture for yes. the thing. Um, Let us know if you have any picture ideas. Any pictures ideas for the podcast because I just take random pictures of random stuff I see around and I just put it in there. Yes. So yeah. Or send a photo and maybe it'll be used. Like <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Thanks for putting that out there, Mary. You're welcome. No. I'm just helping the day with her podcast. No, she's not. She's just trying to hijack it. Fun fact, I created the mermaid. She did, unfortunately. Yeah. And there was a crab in there, but Madea didn't like my artwork. I did not, so I cropped it out. Yeah. So that's a little fun fact that no one wanted to know. Send no one needed crabs, to know. Please. Don't send us crabs. <laughs> don't send us crab pictures. Anyway. Don't. Fun fact, I don't like crabs. So don't send them. Jeez. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed a little uh reading today. A lot of squabbling, not a lot of reading, honestly. But yeah, so we'll see you again in the next one. Say bye, Mary. Good day. Panem to y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, email me at morebookquestions at gmail.com. So see you next time. Bye.